0: Welcome to Shonen Flop Chibi, a First Impressions mini-episode where we talk about the first chapter of the series we'll be covering in-depth next week. I'm Jordan, and with me today, as
1: usual, is my co-host, David. Say hi, David. Hi, David. What series are we covering this week, David? We are covering I tell C. Or maybe I don't- so it's all lowercase, so I didn't know if I should, like, whisper it.
0: I Tell C. I tell C.
1: it's it's lowercase because it's sneaky david uh just like cops can't trust them especially this cop yeah (laughs) jesus fucking christ i've been playing a lot of frog detective so definitely police work has been on my mind lately i don't know what frog detective is it's like a step above a walking simulator where you play a frog searching a mystery and it's like about like a ghost infiltrated island and you solve like very very basic puzzles and like the mayor of the Island is a sloth, and you meet ghost scientists, and one of them was like, Ghost, I thought we were investigating Toast. (laughs) It's just a very cute and wholesome game, and then there's a dance competition, and you have to judge who wins oh that's good yeah so uh, maybe that'll be my wreck if we think this is a flop
0: frog detective is the only cop that's not a bastard yes <laughs> <laughs> there are good fictional cops but perhaps not the ones in this series we'll see uh yeah actually um but, so yeah this is itel c it was written by Inoka Kazusa, and the run dates are between february 1st 2021 and And June 28th, 2021. So yeah, this got canceled not too long ago. Went for 20 chapters and three volumes.
1: And also shout out to the listeners. This was our first ever series that we picked via a poll. It was this versus Dragon, Nine Dragon Balls, uh, whatever that fucking baseball. (laughs) It has like a really weird name. So it was really close. I was really expecting I tell C to just crush it. It's interesting that we have a lot of baseball manga fans in the audience. I'm
0: glad it won. I mean, I don't know how the other manga is, but I, I kind of really liked this chapter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this manga was something for sure.
0: Oh, dude. All right. I'll, I'll just get into the plot summary. All right. After a fellow entertainer named Haruka Shinomiya is found murdered by an obsessed fan, the famous actor Atsushi Tagame starts getting paranoid when an obsessed fangirl of his own starts following him around. Tagame is soon called into questioning by the detective brothers Ukon and Sakon Futatsuki, who ask him about his relationship with Haruka. Little does he know, the obsessed fangirl from earlier is literally sitting under the fucking table the whole time. (laughs) The next day, a female detective knocks on his door to discuss the case further, When Tagame's cell phone rings It's Detective Sakon from yesterday Revealing that there is no other detective on the case Whoa! The imposter then reveals herself to be the obsessed fangirl from earlier Who then reveals herself to be Officer Risa Ayoi, A detective who then reveals Tagame to be the actual obsessed fan Who killed Haruko Shinomiya for getting a boyfriend Holy fucking shit Ayoi is a detective who was kidnapped five years ago Developed a bizarre case of Stockholm Syndrome, and now falls in love with every perp she investigates, stalking them to the extent that her targets confess their crimes rather than run away from her, which is exactly what happens with Tagami. Ukon visits Aoi the next day to see that her office is filled with framed photos of the criminals she fell in love with. She wants to love them before they are crushed under the weight of their own sins, as she and Ukon resolve to stop crime as partners. What a premise. Wow,
1: I just was not expecting this.
0: I wasn't super into it for a few pages, maybe half of the first chapter where it's like, okay, so this guy, he's being stalked by a fan who's going to kill him. But then as soon as the switch happened, where it revealed that actually she is the cop, suddenly the whole thing just worked. It just became really funny when she's just like chasing him around, dancing around like fucking Spongebob like with hearts for eyes. Oh my god, it was, it was actually really good.
1: Yeah, this is um a creative premise. This kind of feels like this was inspired by the last like two or three chapters of Stealth Symphony. It's just got that energy for listeners who aren't familiar. I would honestly say just read Stealth Symphony. You just got to read the whole thing to really appreciate the ending of Stealth Symphony.
0: First part's decent, middle part sucks, ending's pretty great. So that's yeah. gonna- Kind of the thing But it's also Short as fuck Yeah you can read it In like an hour It's not a miserable slog Like some of the other shit We cover on here But what I love About this Is that um, The obsessed fangirl Is like A trope In manga And it is a trope In a lot of anime But I've never seen it Where she is The protagonist In this way So Okay I was gonna
1: say Like Future Diary Had a very obsessive Character like this As the protagonist
0: I haven't seen that But I'm assuming
1: That they kind of frame it where uh oh
0: her obsession is like a huge flaw that drags her
1: down maybe no the main character she kidnaps her love interest and like ties him up in a chair and leaves her in her her like closet for days
0: so let me rephrase this then this is the one of the <laughs> okay. on, this is
1: the only manga i've read where
0: the obsession helps the character be a good guy <laughs> yeah she's batman she's dexter
1: that's true i don't know what's scary or fangirls or serial killers Based on this series, they could be both. <laughs> this is true. Jordan's gonna be like, God, I wish she would murder me. Just like the Dommy Mommy and Phantom series. Oh, fucking kill me. Yeah, please. <laughs> hey, her name was Yayoi. And this is Ayoi. Yayoi, yayoi, Yayoi. Yayoi. We'll have to tell Megan Yayoi's back. I do love that garlic Ayoi. Also, I want to say the art is, I would say, competent. There are definitely some action shots where it turns into a bit of spaghetti. And you can tell this author just hasn't had a lot of experience really drawing action because the actual moment by moment when people are talking or acting like normal people, it's fine.
0: What this author is good at is drawing Aoyoi that's like threatening. But he makes it very clear She's having the fucking time of her
1: life the issues I have are honestly when they try and start explaining her actions. Yeah, I think it would be best if she was just an enigma of mystery. Like, I kind of hope that they don't actually go into that case and they just allude to it. Yeah, but I think they will. That's actually one of my guesses. I just... That was one of my guesses and I took it out because I had a different guess. But I will say also though, I just remember in talking about the art on the sixth page, there's a way that her hair perfectly lines up with her backside. So that at first when I looked at it, I thought she just had like a giant dump truck ass. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, man, it's going to be one of these. (laughs) You mean like Red Hood? (laughs) Oh, jeez. I'm really excited. That's a Snoo Snoo series, right? Yeah, it is. Speaking of, did you check out Blue Period yet? Haven't checked out Blue Period, but man. I enjoy Red Hood a lot. There's a girl built like the picture you sent me from Robin Hood in Blue Period, where she's like six foot five and just snoo-snoo. Yeah. Or nice. uh, Hell's Paradise with the giantess. Ooh, I don't know if I've gotten to that part yet. Oh yeah, there's like a six foot four lady in that series that they call the giantess. Shit, I'm gonna have to finish that series immediately.
0: But yeah, I mean, I feel like if they were going to bring it up, I'm actually not opposed to them going after this Stockholm Syndrome situation, but it has to be later in the series. Because what happens is... Is at the very end they're just like Oh hey so you saw her she was like funny And crazy but guess what actually there's a lot More to her and the problem is When you start saying there's a lot more to her and that there's A tragedy I think it actually makes it seem Like there's a lot less to her mm-hmm. Cause then it's like oh this isn't like a natural Part of her personality it's the Result of a trauma which I'm not even so much Against in the series it's just when you Put it right there at the Fucking beginning it felt like the author Was just cramming it in at the end too So it's not very artfully done which you prefer that they actually talk about the Stockholm Syndrome stuff in the second chapter uh maybe the fifth or sixth chapter because honestly it's just not that interesting to me mm-hmm. it's just like a obvious uh explanation it's like people who watch Beauty and the Beast and are like oh It's a description of Stockholm Syndrome And like yeah fine that's like an Interpretation but it's very reductive To the actual story That's happening and by just putting it in here It's just like okay but a lot Of the humor was due to the incongruity Of this girl who is just Absolutely crazy but is the Hero doing the correct thing But by saying oh no You should feel really bad for her Because of stuff happening it's like I'd rather She just be like a really weird Person and maybe there is a background reason that did it, but
1: build that up. I'm really worried about the implications. This is like Hellsward, where I am worried that the saucer isn't going to handle a complicated psychological subject very well. Yeah just the writing to be honest was kind of confusing. I had to read the first chapter twice because the entire mystery component I think just wasn't explained that well and it feels like he just watched a movie and he just kind of copied the plot from some crime and we can go into the guesses but I'll talk more about how this is a very very difficult theme to have for a weekly series.
0: I don't know if I totally agree if it's a terrible thing to have. I think that like you can absolutely make it into like something very interesting but look this first chapter I love it. The writing is not blowing me away. There are are obvious flaws here, but man, that premise and that twist are just,
1: like, Mm -hmm. great. I've never been hit so out of left field by a premise of a series we've covered in this magazine before, I think. Besides maybe Time Paradox, Ghostwriter. Or Stealth Symphony. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) No, I I totally see what you mean. Like, you really do think
0: you know what's going on because you've read manga before and this author is, like, leaning into all these
1: tropes super hard.
0: And then he's just like, I fucking got you. Fucking got him, man. But it is also like she is a dirty
1: cop it's gonna be a ride I can tell no matter what that's really all there is to it right Taking that ride. I want to take you for a ride. I want to (laughs) take you for a ride. You beat me to it. She's going to be in Marvel vs. Capcom 5. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Did they say what the C in I Tell C stands for? No. Maybe it's cop.
0: At this point with manga, I just assume that when I see a title, it's a pun or a reference that is just impossible for a native English speaker to figure out on their own. That's fair. Oh, there's one manga. Do you remember I's? I apostrophe apostrophe S? No. Oh, that was, like, a romance manga, and it was supposed to be, like, I, as in, like, two people or whatever, but it is just, like, a grammatical fucking mess in English
1: and is impossible to say out loud. It's hilarious. Hmm. What else did you uh, have to say about this first chapter, man? I just was not expecting quite a strange premise. Art is decent, writing is okay. I am concerned about the future of the series based on the concept. So we'll see if it falls apart or not. And I'm leaning more towards it probably is going to be a garbage fire. I mean, it was cancelled. Yeah, but good things can be cancelled. Morkin got cancelled. Good things can be cancelled.
0: And if the series manages to keep this... Trajectory? Yeah, sure. Like, I could see this being a good series, but based on... Oh, I've been doing this for over a year at this point,
1: David. I know. This is a series, like, 31.
0: Yeah, and after reading enough flops, I'm gonna just go out on a limb here and say, it does not hold this level of quality. And I'm yes. just gonna guess that in a few chapters, maybe a little further, but at some
1: point, it's just gonna not be that great. And, uh, yeah. I do know someone told me I think there is, like, a crazy genre shift at some point. Oh, th- Fuck yeah, I'm excited. I don't know the details, but I just know that does happen.
0: It'll probably be terrible, but I'm psyched. David, would you read ten more chapters
1: of this? Oh, yeah, man. I got. I really gotta see where the fuck this is going. Oh, me too. I'm right there with you. <laughs> <laughs> and then, is it? Is it guess o'clock?
0: Oh, look at the time.
1: I believe all hands are pointing to guess o'clock. Mine is, I think one of the two brothers is going to die. I think that the main character has a shitload of pets, like Makama from Chainsaw Man. Of course, we have to mention Chainsaw Man. (laughs) I'm just imagining when you go to her house, she has like eight cats or something like that. And they're named after like people she's obsessed with or something. And I think the author is going to eventually just give up trying to do like CSI investigation, like actual detective work, because it's going to be too hard to think of these kind of plots for a weekly series. I did
0: like the aspects of it that were procedural in this chapter. I think it was interesting. Like, it was very brief. There were only, like, a couple pages where they really went into it, but I felt like it was, like, well done, well explained. Like, it's exactly as convoluted as you want in a weird, creepy mystery thing, but it's not so convoluted that you can't understand it. So here are my guesses. There will be a darker explanation of IOE's traumatic kidnapping, and it will have a tone that cla- horribly with the rest of the series. Yeah. I just don't see it working just based on uh, this first chapter. Next one is Aoi will come into conflict with her partner when she tries to save a criminal who is receptive to her. That seems to be directly like foreshadowed very loudly towards the end of the first chapter. Mm -hmm. And then one of the targets will be a past criminal that Aoi is already in love with. Possibly the criminal who originally kidnapped her. Honestly, the big reason why I think maybe that criminal won't show up is just because this series
1: got canceled at 20 chapters. Yes. That was one of my original guesses is they just never will resolve that initial mystery because I just don't have the time to.
0: I kind of hope that's the case because, again, I just don't see it being resolved super well. I could be wrong. This author already surprised the shit out of me, so whatever. Also, like, I did want to throw in another guess because those last two I feel like could be the exact same situation. My other guess is I think Aoi will get investigated by internal affairs or something Mm -hmm. because they mention all the time we're fighting poison with poison. We're fighting like which is a weird term, because this expression is fighting fire with fire. Yeah, that also feels like a translation of a Japanese phrase. Yeah. That's my guess with that, at least. So that's my fifth guess.
1: Because she's poison. Because <laughs> your lips
0: are venomous poison. <laughs> I like
1: how we went in different directions with songs about poison.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of songs about poison. All right, so David, what's your power word, man?
1: My power word is yandere, which... Ooh. Is literally the Japanese word that describes these kind of personalities and that is um now, i just assume everyone knows that term you're right
0: you made me just explain Poochie. so <laughs> nah, I, I know
1: So a much like Poochie. no so yandere is really i think it's almost exclusively female but it's someone who is obsessive with someone to the point that they can become physically violent so like future diary i think is what really created the concept but it's really just a character that is just emotionally deprived not afraid of being violent just really nothing is stopping their love of a particular individual so say like a yandere character if they saw their crush talking to another girl. They may like push her down the stairs so she'll break her leg so she's out of school for a few weeks so that she won't be competition for her for his affection.
0: Oh my God, dude. Holy shit. Misery by Stephen King's yandere. Yeah. <laughs> What's her name in that movie? Fuck like Kathy Bates or is that the actress? I
1: <laughs> Maybe it's both.
0: Uh, whatever it is. She's an incredible yandere. So there you go. So that's a good example of that. <laughs> Stephen King's misery. Mm hmm. My power word is love, because that's what this is all about, man. Mm-hmm. She's uh, chasing the uh, the perpetrator, and he's like, isn't this uh, illegal? And she's like, this isn't about law, it's about love. And she just says it with like hearts in
1: her eyes, and the author just sells it so well, I think. I am looking forward to this series just being garbage fire with a lot of very bad implications.
0: There's a great way to take this, but that's difficult. The easy way to take this is to accidentally turn it into a garbage fire. This series kind of should be something maybe more with a lighthearted tone, and I could tell from how the author introduced an intense traumatic plot that, like, possibly changed IOE forever, that uh, the author is going to try and make this into something very deep and psychological, and I don't think that will work with this series. Yeah, probably not. Anything else
1: to add before we go into Q&A? Uh, no, just I love you. Oh, I love you too, David. Gay. Yeah, it is, but that's all right. Oh man It's 2021 That's true That's why we're holding hands under the table But yeah Let's move into Q&A Let's do it Thank you everyone who sent in their questions. Let's start off with what manga do you most want to cover in Shonen Flop that we haven't covered yet, Jordan? And that comes from an email. Do you want to take this first? Sure. MXO or MO is always been dear to my heart. The reason we just haven't covered it is just the length. It's a hundred chapters. So that is a big ask. Maybe it would be fun just as Patreon content, go like chapter by chapter or cover like five chapters at a time. So uh actually turns to you, listeners. Would you prefer like maybe we do that like in pieces or as like a two parter? because uh, that might be like a really exciting like you know like 50th episode or something but that's just a challenge as we know it would be unreasonable to ask a guest to read a hundred chapters.
0: That's a good idea. That's why you're the idea person, David. But yeah. you make the big bucks. Make a big bucks while I give Zero fucks. How about you Jordan? Uh yeah so zombie powder right? Fuck!
1: Yeah I knew you it. You motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a second choice after zombie battle?
0: Oh, man. Was, was Fire Punch canceled?
1: <laughs> no. Fuck.
0: Uh, see, the problem is that, like, the flopped manga I've read have been manga for the show. I usually don't read that many, like, series that just got axed before uh, knowing about it. But, like, oh, I'm actually kind of interested in reading Double Teysai. I started reading that when I got it confused
1: with Double Arts.
0: And <laughs> I thought, huh. This is an interesting premise. <laughs> what were you going to say about it?
1: I've listened to the Shona Fiasco Shows episode on it, so I know what happens. And that one has also got a very crazy ending. I think that's on our short list. We'll cover it before you know it, listeners. I
0: feel like there have been multiple times where we were about to do it and then had to move it because there was another manga that either was more timely or fit the guests we were having.
1: This is actually the case in this one where if uh, I tell C and uh, Nine Ball hadn't gone canceled, we would have probably been covering Double Tayside this episode. I
0: am also pretty interested in, um, oh boy, what was that chapter you sent me where it got canceled after one because it was too
1: insulting to all the <laughs> other Isekai manga? I forget the name of it, but yeah, we'll we'll cover that one, too, and see if, can we make an hour and a half of material with just one chapter? Hour and a
0: half? Maybe not.
1: 30 minutes? I could talk for 30 minutes about that fucking chapter. I don't know. I think with the right guest, we could make an hour-long episode about a single chapter. If we got a pro back on, like Luke or Hassan, I think we could make it an hour. No,
0: we absolutely could. Like, there's a lot in that series on the low end. I have no question of getting at least, like, 30 minutes out of that fucking chapter. But here's the thing, listener. It's a little edgy, okay? That's all I'm gonna Mm -hmm. fucking say. But I'm interested in that because the issue was it copied characters from other series, but the issue was not that it copied them. It was that it did it in a way that was very insulting to the other series, which is just fascinating to hear in 2021 that a series got canceled for being mean. But without spoiling anything, it is very mean, and I understand why they were upset. Anyway, (laughs) next question. Hey, David.
1: Yeah. Do you like cooking brownies? I usually don't bake. I cook a lot, but I actually do have like a brownie recipe I made like last week that came out really good where instead of using chocolate, uses cocoa powder. So yeah, actually, I would definitely make that again. How about you? Well, first off, I forgot to mention this question was
0: from uh, Trafalgar Wolfwood. Thank you very much. You constant question asker. I get the One Piece and Trigun references in your name. I appreciate them. No, I don't cook brownies much. I don't think I've ever made brownies, actually. I'm I'm lame like that. Someday I will gain a level of adulthood where I'm able to make brownies.
1: It's hard because brownies are just a very, very inconsistent. Whenever I am, like, asked about, like, the cookie brownie question, you know, in, like, job interviews, you know, it's always a challenge just because I always feel like cookies are more consistent, but brownies have higher highs. That is a very Good point. When I get a cookie, I have an idea like, okay, well, this cookie is going to probably
0: taste like this and it more or less does taste like that. But you're totally right. A brownie can get so ruined or improved based on very little things.
1: Sometimes you eat a brownie and it just tastes like chocolate flavored bread and you just like throw it out. If a brownie is like the driest fucking thing ever, it's like, ugh, Mm -hmm. damn, you get that moisture consistency, right? Mm -hmm. Damn. Yeah. Next time you come visit, we'll make brownies. (laughs) Yeah. Probably put hella weed in them. Yeah. And then um, here's the most important question you'll ever get on the show from Xylon. Crunchy or Creamy Peanut Butter? Boy, this is going to be very revealing about us. David, what do you think? Oh, I'm creamy all the way, dude. Me too, man! Yeah, that's why
0: we're on the same podcast! Oh.
1: <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Jiffy. It's so nice to know that we're
0: actually compatible. Aww. David, this is a question from Mitch Loves Anime, friend
1: of the podcast.
0: What manga do you wish got an anime adaptation? Oh,
1: without a doubt, Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. <laughs> I love that series so much. I feel like I actually don't talk about it enough. It's made me cry. I've read it like maybe two or three times. Highly recommend it to people. If you want to read a manga that the art is okay, but the writing is just so phenomenal. It carries, I would say like B minus quality art. That is one that you will really, really enjoy. How about you, Jordan?
0: I really wish that they would uh, make a berserk anime after the 90s, you know? But they just didn't. It's a shame. Isn't that right, listener? They never did again. Ho, 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 ho. No, but like the manga that I've been reading right now that like, it is getting an anime ad- adaptation, so this is cheating, but hell's paradise. I thought you were going to say Chainsaw Man. <laughs> yeah, Chainsaw Man, I'm on Shonen
1: Flop, blah, 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 yeah, look like, fucking Chainsaw Man Gomez, ooh. <laughs> Oh, I need High School Family. Oh, and high, dropped. School,
0: high School Family.
1: Yeah, bro. Give me that anime. I don't know how well, actually, it might actually work, because it does kind of have a plot, so they might be able to make 25-minute episodes out of it. Azumanga Dayo is a pretty good anime, mm-hmm. and that has no
0: fucking plot.
1: That is true. Oh, I wish they made a Yotsuba anime. Oh, yeah. He doesn't want to make one. You
0: know what? Good for him.
1: Yeah. The next question is from uh, Kirbymon. Uh, sorry if I said that wrong. First time question asker. Welcome to the Discord. What manga that's not a flop, but you think should not be adapted into an anime if it doesn't have one anime? Maybe it's too perfect as a manga or it would have been better as a different kind of adaption. I guess kind of distilling this question is, what is a manga that you wish there had been like a second attempt at an anime adaption for? A second attempt? Yeah, if the anime adaption was just a piece of shit. Or maybe you could have been like, I wish they had made something like Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood for Fullmetal Alchemist if that Brotherhood anime didn't exist. Ooh, that's a good question. So I would say two. One is The Promised Neverland, where the second season shit the bed so fucking hard. Everyone who's listening is nodding their head. The end of the manga of The Promised Neverland was also not particularly strong, so they could have used the anime to have fixed a lot of the pacing issues the manga had because the author just kind of was done with it. The other one is One Piece, where I would just fucking keep kill for them to just from the start redo One Piece. Take out all the filler take out all the pacing issues. People fan edit One Piece because it's so bad but it would be great if you had an official release of One Piece. You could just show people kind of like you know just One Piece Kai pretty much.
0: Oh man uh I already said it earlier, but damn, Berserk. Yeah. God damn, the Berserk manga is so good. It deserves so much better than the recent adaptation. Like, I actually really enjoy the uh, OG 90s Berserk anime. I think it's a lot of fun. It is very flawed, but for what it is, which is a 90s anime, it's pretty fucking sick. It is, of course, nowhere near as good as the masterpiece of a manga, and I'm not expecting an anime adaptation to be as good as it, but my god, it can be better than what they just did. Jesus fucking Christ, that sucks. Yeah. Oh, it is like the exact series that should not have CG art. One of the interesting things that is happening right now in anime is uh, animation studios are slowly figuring out how to use 3D in anime. Mm-hmm. They did not know how the fuck to do it when they put out the Berserk anime. But yeah. they are learning. Like, Doro Hedoro looked actually pretty fucking good. Like, if Berserk was animated like Doro Hedoro, I would not be having this big of an issue with it. But it wasn't. Thank you, Kurt beat Dos I totally agree with you also about One Piece. These first few seasons are kind of rough
1: next question is I guess I kind of combined this with the next question which was from Ash which said what manga do you wish didn't get an anime adaption so probably I just kind of probably combined the two questions in my head when we answered it so <laughs> sorry Ash we didn't explicitly answer your question but I believe our answer to the last question pretty succinctly gave you the same answer Promise neverland and berserk Oh, hold on, I have an additional answer though okay so I've been getting back
0: into demon slayer for whatever reason I bounced off the first couple episodes when I mm-hmm. tried to watch it the first time and then I read The manga, I just fucking stopped watching the anime. The manga is fucking gorgeous. Oh my god, the art's incredible. Like, I described each panel as being just a really nice little drawing. There's a lot of things in the anime that I feel kind of rub me the wrong way. In some ways, it feels very generic because it plays a lot on uh, Japanese tropes that we see a lot in anime, but it works a lot better in the manga because the fact that you're not thinking about those tropes leaves you more open to just looking at like these gorgeous drawings, which communicate far more than a lot of the words ever could. And there are a lot of moments that I just think are more understated in the manga and work way better than they do in the anime. And the anime's good. This is not a shitty anime. It doesn't look bad. It looks really nice. But my god, I really just fell in love with the art style of that manga.
1: I mean, that's a good point. That was another, I was way ahead of the time with that one, much like Chainsaw (laughs) Man. So, that's a good point. But I don't think my answer changes much where I just really wish The Promised Neverland. Didn't shit the bed. My dad loved the first season And I had to tell him Don't watch the second Because it was so bad Wow your dad liked it That's, That's amazing That's like the first time I've ever shown my dad That my dad liked But yeah He watched like five episodes By himself Hey guys did you know That David's dad is like A classically trained violinist He performed on the Johnny Carson show As a violinist Holy shit I don't even know that Yeah there you go The more you know da, na, 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 na. I also didn't know He passed the bar exam In Massachusetts <laughs> I didn't know your dad Was a lawyer Near to die So <laughs> That'll be good to tell my girlfriend's dad, who is a lawyer, too, that my dad is also a lawyer. My dad's also a lawyer. I know.
0: But yeah, so I think that's everything for today. Thanks for listening, everybody. You can find us. On Any podcatcher of your choice, Shonen Flop, look us up on Twitter at ShonenFlopCast. Join our Discord. We got hundreds of people on there now. It is a blast. We have t-shirts now. You can find it in our link tree, which should be in, in the description. I also want to say uh, I have been posting my art to uh, my Instagram, which is Art of Jordan Forbes. So please check that out because I'm going to be trying posting more artwork there. Anything else you'd like to add, David?
1: You no, know, I was just thinking about the Attorney I wonder if the they're like prosecutor in the police station is like stop sexually harassing all the criminals (laughs) This is ruining our cases yeah as Jordan said discord super awesome we have like 200 people do movie nights book club shout out as always to Luke uh, our next one is going to be a really fun one but yeah welcome to join and also that's where you can send us questions uh, we have a networking channel now where people have been finding guests and promo swaps and all that stuff which is really exciting so it's just been a ton of fun and if you have any questions and you don't want to join the discord you can always tweet at us at shown and or email us shonenflop@gmail.com at gmail.com or if you just want to say hey always great to hear from you otherwise
0: yeah absolutely hit us up say hello hello
1: uh uh, hello david goodbye um keep on flopping floppers
0: keep, bye <laughs> <laughs> Shut.